Hey, 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 welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, professional speaker, speaker consultant, and I am thrilled to be recording this episode and letting you hear some of the lessons that I learned from hosting my inaugural speakers conference. And I waited to record this because I felt that there were some powerful lessons, powerful shifts that happened for me personally by hosting this experience. And I just cannot, I just cannot tell you how grateful I am that I continued to move forward. And I know that there are going to be some valuable lessons that each of you can glean from me having the courage and the boldness to go out there and fulfill this vision that didn't really have all of the how-to steps there. Now, to give you a little bit of background about myself, this is not my first rodeo. I have been hosting events, self-hosting events since 2017. However, in 2012, I started volunteering my time with a professional association, and the committee that I was on was planning events. So I have been planning events on a professional level since 2012. So I was involved with a professional association, started planning their events and helping to secure the speakers, being the head person for that planning, for the selection of speakers, um, seeing the back end of that, seeing how they utilize their budget, seeing how they planned it, helped me be able to gain the skills to one day do it for myself. And then when I was teaching full-time in a community college, I had the opportunity to plan several events. Some of the events were panel discussions. Some of the events were school-wide events specifically related to oral cancer screening for the Oral Cancer Month. I was also planning other initiatives and also planning out entire curriculum for a 16-week program. So planning has always been a process professionally. But in 2016, when I decided to leave my toxic work environment and I started to get to a place of figuring out how am I going to build money into my own business, I knew that speaking was the way that I could do that. I knew that I could use my voice. And I knew from seeing and planning events that I could get paid to do that. I just didn't know the full how. And when no one was really checking for your girl and giving me opportunities to speak, I decided to self-host, put my own skin in the game, put my own money into hosting events. And so in 2017, I hosted my first event, May 2017, sold that out, and then hosted my next event, August of 2017, and doubled the amount of attendees, almost tripled the amount of attendees from the first event to my second event. And from there, I've always hosted events for my for my business, whether it be in-person or virtual. So this isn't new to me, right? Um, however, the difference is, is that I've never hosted an event to this level of support or to this new level that I was heading. So I knew that I was in this space where I needed to do more. And I also knew that in order for me to do the amazing work that I'm doing inside of my business, I needed to 
I needed to level up. And that leveling up meant that I need to level up in how I show people the transformation that I provide. I need to level up in the amount of support that I was getting in my business. I needed to start thinking of things differently and fully step into the path that I was being led to be in. But there was a part of me that was scared, you know, because to invest at this level in oneself without really truly having the path of the how is scary to have people who question you when you're really not sure of how it's going to work out can can double down in, in the fear right but what i can tell you for sure is that every experience so far in my professional career as well as in my business path and journey has prepared me from where i am today i have been fully prepared for this i am ready to step into this this is my calling and my purpose and nobody, there's not a soul on this planet that can tell me anything different. And I think, you know, when you, before this event happened, I was a bottle of emotions. I had to plan this event when I had just lost my grandmother after she had been sick. And she and I were close. I had to plan this event when my father-in-law passed away. And I had to battle with the entrepreneurial twisties, as my friend Dr. EJT brings out. I had to battle with this uncertainty and fear and this constant questioning of myself and not feeling truly like myself. So in December, two months or so after announcing that I was hosting this event, my grandmother passed away. And then four days later, my father-in-law passed away. I didn't even get my sabbatical. So I didn't get any rest. And as y'all, many, many of y'all know, I deal, I'm a mental health warrior. So I deal with anxiety and depression. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I also was in a place where the economy was changing. I had committed into these programs that were constantly pulling out you know, huge financial obligations. I also had a team to take care of. And I also was just in a mental state where I could not produce or create. And I was so done, y'all. So I had to continue to move forward despite not feeling all the way there. And people weren't buying the tickets as quickly as I was anticipating. And so there was a lot of self-doubt that came along the way, there was a lot of questioning myself in the process of should I even do this? In fact, there was a point in this journey where I said, I can't. I even had a discussion with my event planner, One Touch Events, and I said to them, I don't, I don't think I can do this, right? But then I had to look at everything, like the cost of me having to cancel this event, the cost of, you know, what it took time and resources to be able to come up and put this together. And I had to consider a lot of this on my own. I didn't have really anyone publicly that I can lean on except for a very few close friends. And there was a part of me that felt like, is what I'm doing necessary? Do people even really care? Because I know I want it for them. I know I want them to be able to get on one stages and do it sustainably and make an impact. But 
are they even seeing the labor of love that it takes? And for the most part, whenever you're going for something bigger and going to the next level, people are not going to see, right? They're going to question you. They're going to say, why is this so expensive? And then, you know, they'll say all of these things, right? And they don't really see the, the, the village that it takes to even produce this. But I'm here to say now, just two days after my event, two or three days after my event has concluded, that it was all worth it. And the scary part is, is that this is the most I've ever invested into an event. This is the most support I've ever gotten in an event. This is a conference, a three-day conference that I put on. I've only done two-day conferences in the past past and one-day conferences. I've never done an actual three-day conference. This was the most I've ever elevated myself in inside of a room. And, and I truly felt the disruption that was happening internally to get to a place of hosting this. And one of the incredible speakers that we have, and you hear me reference her a lot, is Dr. EJT, Dr. Erica Jordan-Thomas. She talked about that disruption will always precede transformation every single time. And prior to me starting my mastermind, my speaker mastermind program, I had to get to a place of understanding that disruption was needed. Like I was like, I had a come to Jesus moment where I was like, I don't know if this is it. Why did, why was I called to leave healthcare? Why, why God, why did, why did I make this choice to leave where everyone pretty much knew me? Why did I make it so much more difficult for me to start my whole business in a whole new sector in a whole new industry when no one knew me? And a lot of those questions were coming up, but after hosting this event, I fully understand now. There was a huge shift that happened for me by hosting this event. I am so clear on the vision. And it's not based on my current circumstances. It is based on what has been downloaded into me on why am I here on this earth today? And after seeing the beauty and the transformation that transpired over those three days, and to see and hear from the attendees of how it was impacting them and to hear from the attendees where they were saying things like, I've just always wanted a space like this. So not only do I get the strategy, not only do I get the support to build something sustainable, but I also have someone acknowledging the life experiences that I'm bringing to the table that may be impacting me from playing bigger and bolder. And there's so many spaces in the speaking industry where it's just all the tactical strategy and no one is considering the holistic approach that's necessary. The real life things that we have to deal with to overcome and to get to the place of what it is that we want to achieve. And at the end of the day, what I want people to understand is that, you know, and most times in speaker industry, they're focusing on keynoting, corporate, whatever, like they're very niche. And it is my goal to help each of you, all listeners understand that speaking is truly a vehicle that you decide how to use. You could decide to do virtual summits, keynotes, workshops, events, 
treats. I don't care. You are all using your voice and all of them can be successful. We just need to make sure that whatever model that you're building makes sense for the life that you want to create as well. And that's the part that's missing. So not only do did people get strategy, tangible, workable strategy, right? Not only did I teach that and talk about the core of what we need to build sustainability in our business, we also had the opportunity to stretch our speaking skills. We also had our opportunity to stretch our business skills as well as, as our heart skills. So what came about it as we were in a room with multi-six-figure business owners, six-figure business owners, seven-figure business owners, we were all collectively sharing and, and receiving value. And I had several of my friends come up to me and say, man, Jasmine, like, your community loves you. Your community wants to see you win. In fact, at the conclusion of the three-day conference, the attendees got together and they had Blourish. If you don't know who Darina is from Blourish, B-L-O-U-R-I-S-H, she no longer makes individual flowers anymore. Um, she only does corporate events. She Her flowers have been featured for Beyonce's recent event that was in Texas uh, for Be Good. And they put together this a, a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous bouquet of flowers um, for me to thank me for creating the space for them. And I mean, I was bawling. You understand what I'm saying? I was bawling. Prior to the event starting, my friend came to me. She prayed with me. And I bawled my eyes out then because the disruption, y'all, is so real. But the disruption allowed me to get to this place of being so sure of where I'm headed and what's necessary for what we're producing. I was able to confidently share the next level of our programs. I saw the gaps in the current programs that we have. We have a mentorship program that's here to stay. And then we have our certification program that starts in January. And we're not, we're not playing no more games. I'm not here to coach and support people who want to be professional students. I'm done with tickling the ears. I am here to help you get on stages and to close your next four, five, six-figure deal. So if you're here to play games and to not show up for yourself, that's not me. That is not where we're, that's not where we're headed. And I know that I truly believe we have a short time here on earth and I want to make sure it counts. And I also know that the struggles and hardships and challenges that my mother dealt with was meant for me to be able to live a more thriving life. And I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to show up and do that. So as we, as you continue to see the evolution of Legacy Scaler, understand that Every day that I show up for this business, I'm doubling down on what the promise is. What our promise is is to get more women on stages. Our promises are to create these safe spaces, curate these amazing spaces where you not only learn the business strategy and skills or your speaking skills, you also would truly be able to build out a life that you desire. And we should have all of those things tackled in a learning experience. And it should ne and ne and never, not one bit of that be lost within any conversation. 
Because at the end of the day, I can say to my face turns blue, just charge $10,000, charge $10,000, charge $10,000. But if you really haven't dealt with the life stuff, if you haven't really dealt with all the things that come into trauma, money trauma, or the oppression of, of, of money in society and how it's impacted how we see the world, or the oppression of thinking that our disadvantages are no way ways in which we are really establishing advantages, then of course, I can talk to my faces blue, show you how to build out a funnel, and none of that will make a difference. So I'm going to go over three valuable lessons um, that I learned through this, and I hope it encourages you uh, through the process. So the very first lesson that I would say that I learned from hosting this event is number one, hire the help that you need because and do it as soon as possible. And that means that you may need to tweak your business model. You may need to raise your prices. But I was telling my best friend that I felt so supported that all I needed to worry about was the content. So the content that was covered over the three days is was very transformative because, I, number one, I'm an educator, and I will always have content that compounds upon the other, right? There's, a, there's an in-game goal, which is what the heart methodology is. That's what I teach anyway through my programs. So the content was amazing. And I literally, they set everything up. I literally walked in, looked amazing, did my job, held space for the room went back up in my room. They took, I mean, they took care of everything. Do you hear me? And it just allowed me to be in a space where I could truly serve and not have to worry about every logistical thing. So that was number one, that I don't ever want to put on another event by myself again. I don't ever want to do that because I realized that the vessel that I have, the vessel that I'm in right now, and the privilege that I have to be able to impact others can't fully come out if I'm worried about every logistical thing that happens. It just can't. And I've done that for so long. And sometimes we're programmed to choose a path of resistance versus the one of ease. So I'm going to highly suggest that even if that means that you get a volunteer group, right, for your first event or whatever the case may be, just do what you got to do to make it happen. The second thing that I will say is your first event will always be the scariest. Now, this is my first conference with my new business model and a new industry. So I'm treating this like my first. And what I realize is, is that when you are at the first or at the beginning stage of your business, you got to prove your market value. You have to prove your market value. Like and at the end of the day, you got to prove your market value. So yes. Was it, yes, did I reach the numbers that I wanted to reach in my conference? The answer is no. However, some people can't see the vision until they actually are able to see it, right? Through video content or what have you. So this next level required me to believe in my vision, even though the numbers weren't matching where I needed them to match in order to put on this event. I had to have faith enough to put my own money into this event, which is 
thousands of dollars of my own money into this event to make sure that this vision comes into fruition because no one could see what was in my mind. No one could see what what was in my heart. No one could actually see it. I had to produce it for them to be able to say, whoa, wow, this is it. Okay, I see it clear. I see the vision, right? And the people from the outside looking in are like, oh my gosh, I need to be there. They may not have moved things around because they couldn't clearly see the vision. And so sometimes you're the person that's holding space for that. And you've got to be confident enough to do that and stay still and don't run away from the disruption that has to happen in order for the transformation to occur. So that was a big lesson for me of just holding that space and being patient through the process. Here's the third um, valuable lesson that showed up for me. The third one is that this was this was so clear as day. I mean, it's almost like a three and a four. Dr. EJT gave a talk that talked about the fact that we aren't normal. Okay. When you're a visionary, when you're someone that wants to make a deeper impact, we have to stop describing ourselves as normal. And it's true. I could be someone that could take a position in public health and call it a day. But no. I am taking a scary position of being bold and having courage to go out there and invest my own money and to serve in a bigger, impactful way with a lot of eyes on me. That's not normal. Okay? (laughs) The average Black-owned, women-owned businesses, according to the SBA, make $24,000 a year. That's average. $24,000 a year. I have exceeded that, extremely exceeded that. And that's not normal, right? And so when I think about the way that I've kind of showed up in my in my life in general, first of my mother's children to go to college, first of them to actually fulfill and go and and and, and uh complete college, the accomplishments that I had when I was specifically in public health the awards that I received for being a leader, the fact that I grew a business, two six-figure businesses, and that's never been done before with my mother's children and things like that, like, that's not normal. And I have to be okay with that. And I also have to be okay with not everybody's going to understand me. When I need to make a decision to show up and create this three-day conference and to show up differently in the in the speaking industry where we have places like the NSA that already exists and so many other people that already exist and do speaker coaching, people are going to question me. They're going to be like, well, who do you think you are? Why do we need this? You know? And at the end of the day, it's because I'm the 2%. I'm not normal. I will never be normal. And I will always be the visionary that will think outside the box and create new opportunities for people that often will never be seen or overlooked, will often be overlooked. So let me take that back. They're often overlooked. The incredible people that came into this event is just like, it's so freaking amazing because they're not represented on the mainstream stages in the speaking industry. They're just, they're just not. 
is through the lens of people that haven't lived the life that we have lived. And let me tell you, there were Asian people at our conference. There were white people. There were black people. There were Hispanic people. There was people from all different social economic groups. There were six-figure business owners, five-figure business owners, seven-figure business owners. We were all collectively there supporting one another. That is the community that we're building. That is what's necessary in the speaking industry. I am not normal. I am the 2%. And this mission that we have for Legacy Scaler will continue. And it's going to get bigger and bigger because we want more and we deserve more. We deserve spaces like this to be able to grow our business. We deserve spaces like this that are not going to give us a bunch of fluff and filler and actually give you strategy because you've invested your $2,000 to come to an event. So I am no longer going to apologize for the prices that we charge. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm no longer going to explain that because at our event i fill the hallway with some of our clients that's some of them not all of them who have achieved certain things and everything that we have promised for the people that were willing to not be professional students but professional action takers because no matter how great your program is you will always bring people who are professional students sometimes they they slip through the cracks my professional action takers fulfill the results of the program they were all able to take some sort of value from it. And so it was the fire I needed to keep going. It was it was the it was the, the tears, the the hugs, the the revelations, the the clear strategy. Every single person that attended had the opportunity to have a strategy call and we were able to make sure they were clear on their next steps because at the end of the day, whenever you show up or come into my sphere of influence, you will be educated. You will get tangible steps that you can take with you. And it's up to you to move forward. Because guess what? My mama, she had goals and she had dreams. She never got a chance to accomplishment because she was always, always in a state of survival. Always. And so a lot of you right now that are listening to this, you have privilege. You're not in a state of survival. You actually have choices that you can make right now in your business, in your speaking career, but you're not making it because you have psychological barriers. Woo! And my friends, if you truly understand that life is futile, you'll get up out of whatever mental blockage you're putting yourself in and take action today. So I leave that thought with each of you that we can scale our businesses and establish our legacy and stop hiding. Let's stop hiding, my friends. Like you are worthy of sharing your goals. We're all worthy of sharing our voices. And it is our commitment to continue to do the amazing transformative work and to help many of you build sustainability, build revenue through using your most powerful asset, which is your voice. I'll see you next time.